Your Brain on Weird is recorded in private homes in a state where marijuana is recreationally legal. This show's content is intended for adult audiences only. Welcome to our show. I am Jess. And I am Sam. We are speaking very close to the mic so that you can hear our lovely voices even better. High definition. HD! (laughs) (laughs) It's regular definition, though. (laughs) Oh, yeah, though. (laughs) Anyway, welcome to our uh, incredibly stupid show about the paranormal, where we uh, talk about weird stuff in a really casual manner really close to our mics <laughs> very close to our mics also i don't i don't know if we've ever mentioned this before but um jess and i like we're not together recording this yeah um <laughs> yeah i think you can probably assume that but yeah yeah if you haven't figured that out we don't like we don't like sit and record in the same room so uh sorry to everybody that i've had master our audio thank you <laughs> thank you for all your help it's been a time. It has been a time. <laughs> yes. We're getting better though. So, and uh soon we will be able to be in the yes. same room and it'll yes. be it'll be great. Yeah. Oh, dude, I can't wait. Quite soon. Very soon. Quite soon. <laughs> Quite soon. Uh anyway, how are you? I'm pretty good. Okay, so I have a story for you. Um Okay, let me close my window first. Okay. <laughs> Just in case my neighbor decides to hit it with a lawnmower again. Yeah, that's fair. Um, So this morning, so this happened this morning. Um, So Nick spent the night out last night. And at like four o'clock, I hear like this very, very loud like knock on my front door. Oh, I don't like like that. One, two, three. And I like bolt up in bed like Artemis like was like like freaking out and I was just like what is happening I was like okay so like lay here for a second like my heart is pounding I'm like all right if it's Nick he has his keys because he drove here yeah (laughs) so he's gonna be able to get in the house and I was like all right so I like waited but I didn't hear the door like open back up so I went and I checked and like Nick wasn't home and like the front door was still locked and I was just like freaked out <laughs> and I couldn't fall back to sleep for like a couple hours. Wait, so there was sleep. nobody at your door? No. What the fuck? Yeah, I just heard a really loud knock and Artemis heard it too. Um, yeah. But it freaked me out and it was like four o'clock in the oh, morning shit. and I was just like. It was like four o'clock in the... Oh my God, dude. I thought when you said this morning, I was thinking like 8 a.m. or something. No, it was like Like, four o'clock. Like the sun had just started to rise and I was just like, holy shit. Yeah, I don't like that. It freaked me out. I was just like... (sighs) That's weird. That's weird. So I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Yeah. So I'm a little tired. That's okay. (laughs) But besides that, I'm good. Okay, good. (laughs) That's so weird. Okay. Yeah. Well, oh, hmm. oh huh. man. Yeah, my heart was pounding yeah. for like an hour. Yeah. I yeah. was like, this is not cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, that is not cool. I really don't like that. 
That would scare the <sighs> shit out of me, dude. I mean, like, it's it's like the thing that uh, the thing that I experienced where I like swore to God that somebody was at our front door. Yeah, that's the same thing. Yeah, it's just yeah. like. Oh my god, there's no one. Except there, for you, though. like you heard somebody like knock on the door though, which is my least favorite part of that whole thing. <laughs> oh my god. It was very <clears throat> uh, it was distinct too, and it wasn't like the trees grow close enough to our house to like no, they don't. knock the branches against the house or something like that. Like nothing like falls and like creates like that very consistent knocking sound. And I was just like don't like that. <laughs> don't like that at all. No. Well, okay. So that's how my morning is going. Interesting. How are you doing? I'm actually pretty good, all things considered. Um, real talk, the last couple of days have been like a nightmare. Um, I had to, not yesterday, but the day before, I had to take my cat, Ash, to the vet. And it was like something that was like possibly life-threatening. So I had to leave him there for a couple of hours and it was really scary and I felt really awful for him. And uh, he came back and was on kitty morphine. So he was like freaking out. <laughs> now he's fine. Now he's fine. So that's good. But the other thing is that good. The other thing is that, uh, you know this, but yesterday I went into my full time job and found out that I was laid off. So I no longer have a full time job. I'm not worried about the financial aspect. It was just kind of like... A punch in the face. <laughs> yeah, I've never been laid off or fired from a job before, ever. Yeah. Ever. I've always quit. Like, it's always been on my terms. So yeah. I was just kind of like, what the... F um, and the worst part was that I, like... <laughs> I drove into work, and then I realized I forgot my laptop. So I, like, got into work, looked at my empty desk, and, like, swore at myself. I was like, shit! And then I, like, turned around, steamed out the door, told my boss that I, like, needed to go get my laptop. And she was like, oh, okay. And so I like drove home, picked out my laptop and drove back. And then they like pulled me into the room and they were like, you're laid off. And so I had to drive home again. So I drove like to and from why my didn't, house. Like, why didn't she just pull you aside before you left? Um, because my laptop is a work laptop. So like oh. I would have had to turn it in regardless. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I was just like, are you freaking kidding me? Um, but everything is fine. My cat is fine. I'm fine. I'm going to have a lot more time to do a lot of things that I've been putting off. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's going to be nice. And then I can actually look for a job that I really, uh, am actually passionate want. about. <laughs> yeah. Cause this last job I was like super, just not into it. It just wasn't my thing. So anyway, but yeah, it's all good. Other than that, I also have a, uh, kind of, um, a spooky, spooky thing. Um, synchronicity. Okay. Um, the last like two or three days I've been seeing like moths everywhere. Yeah. Um, like I've, I've been seeing them like on like my phone, like on social media, like I'll just like be scrolling and there's just like moths. Um, I bought a print from our favorite, one of our favorite tattoo artists, Alicia. I bought like a lunar, Luna moth like print from her. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I bought that before all of this other stuff happened, first of all. Oh my God. Um, so I was, uh, I was on my phone and something came up that somebody had posted that was related to like moths and like how they relate to like the spiritual world and stuff like that. 
And I was like, oh, I've been seeing a lot of moths recently. Like, I should probably read this. So I, like, read that article, and it was – or not that article, but I read the um, the post and, you know, kind of learned what a lot of people believe about moths, which is a lot of different things, of course. Um, and then I – I was like, okay, I'm going to like go upstairs and go to bed. So I was like walking upstairs and I was still kind of thinking about everything I had just read. And as I'm going like through our bedroom door upstairs, a moth flies past my head, like past the like right side of my head and just goes like right in front of my vision and like flies past me. Wow. And I was like, I was like, oh, interesting. Okay. I was like, hey, buddy. And so I just kind of like, he was like in our room at this point and he's just kind of flying around in our room. And I was like, whatever, like you can stay in here. It's fine. I don't mind moths. So, and then, um, I didn't do like my full, like before bed ritual thing that I always do, but I was, I was like, okay, I'm still going to pull, I'm still going to pull a card. So I'm sitting on my bed and I'm like laying out my cards and I'm kind of thinking, thinking about the whole moth thing. And I'm like deciding like what I want to ask my cards related to that. And I'm like, haha, wouldn't it be funny if I picked six of wands, the card that like I get all the time that actually has a it has a butterfly on it. But like it's close enough. Mm -hmm. So I'm picturing this card in my head that has like a little blue butterfly on it. And like which, first of all, that little blue butterfly looks identical to your tattoo. Yeah, it does. I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about that card. And I'm like, haha, wouldn't it be funny if I pulled the card? And then I pull a card out, I flip it over, and it's that card. Oh, my God. And Jeff is sitting in the bed next to me, like, with his headphones on. Oh and I'm trying God. not to, like, freak out. <laughs> <laughs> so I, like, just kind of pulled it, and I just, like, stared at it. And I was like, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> It's a good card, though. I mean, the card, the card, like, normally points to, like, um, Six of Wands normally po points to, like, progression, like, self-progression and, like, growth. Um, so I was like, well, it's a good card, at least. Yeah. Oh, man. But I don't know how that happened, man, because I was literally thinking about it. I was literally thinking, haha, it would be so funny if I pulled this exact card. And the cards are like, wouldn't it? <laughs> Dude, that's happened to me before when I was like, oh, man, I really like to pull the Empress today. And then I like fucking did it and it jumped right out at me. <laughs> oh, and I was just like, dude, that's actually not even it. Because now that I think about it, it's not like I pulled the card. I was actually shuffling and it and you know how it jumped out. Yeah, You know how sometimes like you're shuffling and like one card will just flip over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it what happened. That it, it just flipped over and I was like, well, I guess this is it. And it was that one. So actually, I didn't even pull it now that I think about it. I didn't even pull it. <laughs> Uh, dude. <sighs> so if anyone wants to tell me that tarot isn't real, you can go fuck yourself at this point. <laughs> yeah, divination is something something else, man. It's, yeah. So, so yeah, that's been my thing. Not, it's not bad. It's great. I'm, I'm okay with it. I like moths, so. I watched my friend's cat eat a moth yesterday. No! <laughs> he was just like, oh, wow, what is that? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is mine now. Typical, typical cat. <laughs> oh man! Uh, before we get into our before we get into our uh, wacky fun time, how much water have you drank? Exactly zero. But you you have a coffee and a protein shake. I've seen. I do. I have a coffee, and I have a protein shake, and there's not a lot of liquid. Yeah, <laughs> the I was coffee. Say. The coffee that I. Oh my god. 
oh my god, I went to Trader Joe's instead of Stop and Shop, mm. and they don't sell Cafe Bustello at Trader Joe's, of course. So mm-hmm. I had to get Trader Joe's coffee, but like the only pre-ground coffee they had was like a light roast, oh. and it's just not the same because no. I drink my coffee like so strong. Yeah. So I'm just kind of water. It's very watery coffee today, at the very least. Uh, mine is also really watery, just because I like I like started making it like ten minutes before we were supposed to record, and I kind of rushed through it. Oh yeah, that makes sense. You're like, well, <laughs> yeah. And we uh we have a Chemex, so like you have to measure like the beans and the water in order for it to be the right ratio and. You know, so I I didn't you do guessed. a very good job. I guessed, yeah. So my like, yeah. my coffee's a little watery. It tastes great though. Yeah, man, that protein shake is. It's okay. At least uh, it's a meal. It is a meal. <laughs> sort of. I mean, there's 700 calories in my one drink right now. Like, oof, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, because I can't eat this early in the morning. <laughs> <sighs> I get that. I get that. I uh, I have my Carlsbad Caverns water bottle and. I've drank one and a half of these so far today. Nice. I also have my Carlsbad water bottle. Yay! I went to Carlsbad Caverns in uh, earlier this year, and I bought us both Carlsbad Caverns water bottles. They're pretty cool. Hydrate or die. They have bats on them. They do have bats on them. Oh my god, I love bats. Fun fact, Carlsbad Caverns is summer home to about 400,000 Brazilian free-tailed bats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The more you know. Ding! Right. Uh, I'm ready. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Anything? Uh. Anything else? Any other updates or down dates or? I don't think so, dude. I think. Uh, I think I'm good. All right. I'm gonna take one more hit. All right. Actually, same. Ready? Yeah. Sick. All right. Yeah. So this week, I am going to be telling you about Waverly Hills Sanatorium. Yeah. Which is an old-ass building located in Louisville, Kentucky. So I'm going to start with some history, and then we'll go into why I'm talking about this on our show, you know. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You need to know the history in order to... You need to know it. You gotta. Okay, so... Major Thomas H. Hayes bought the land in 1883. All right. So, um, and then he built a schoolhouse on it for his daughters and hired a teacher, Lizzie Lee Harris, who then named it the Waverly School after a book series that she was particularly fond of. Oh. So that's where, <laughs> that's where okay. it came from. So it started off as the Waverly School. And then um, Major Hayes nicknamed his whole estate Waverly Hills. And then the Board of Tuberculosis Hospital bought the land off of him in 1908 and kept the name Waverly Hills. So that is where it comes from. All right. Nice of them to keep it, I guess. (sighs) Yeah, right. So, yeah. So the Board of Tuberculosis Hospital. Otherwise known as consumption. Mm, Let me consume. (laughs) So construction for the new hospital started in 1908, and they finished and opened in 1910. And originally, it was built to safely house 40 to 50 patients. Okay. But because they didn't really know how tuberculosis worked, 
that early in the 1900s, there was a lot of people coming down with it because it was very contagious. So they very quickly outgrew their space. And by this time, they decided that they needed to expand. They were already housing 140 people in their 50-bed hospital. So So almost three times. Three times capacity, like, just to start. Yeah. So they didn't start construction on the new hospital So they were going to destroy the old one and build, like, a brand new, it was, like, state-of-the-art facility. They got funding, and they started construction in 1924. It took them two years, so they finished in 1926, and in July it opened. um, And the capacity then was 400 patients, plus staff. So the whole thing about this building is that, one, it's huge, but two, it is, like, it was built to self-sustain itself. Oh. So the building and then the surrounding land, everyone who worked there lived there, and all the patients who lived there obviously lived there. Um, They had their own zip code. (laughs) They had their own water treatment plant. Wow. They had... Like, their own area where they were raising meat for food and vegetables and, like, things like that. Wow, geez. They had, like, a children's ward for um, children who had tuberculosis and also children of patients who were in the hospital and they couldn't take care of their kid. Yeah. So they, like, it was basically, like, babysitting. Did they did they keep them in the same place? Like, the sick kids and the healthy kids? They kept them in the same you're looking at me like yeah listen i only saw that there was one <sighs> children's ward so we'll just take what take what you want from that okay well hmm. so um tuberculosis started getting um a treatment and cure in the early 40s and by 1961 the waverly hills sanatorium closed its doors for good as a tuberculosis ward, because tuberculosis was no longer a thing. Yeah. Um, it was briefly a geriatric hospital, so a nursing home, and that closed in a matter of, like, um, 20 years. It was only open for 20 years, and it was closed because they were treating their patients so bad that the government stepped in, and they're like, actually, you can't fucking do this. Um, God, man. Um, and then there was one more person who bought this land after the geriatric hospital, and they were going to build the world's largest statue of Jesus on the land. And what? They had this whole plan. It was going to cost $4 million to build. So they like bought the land and then they like set up like a fund, like donations, like da da da. And then. That project ended up being called <sighs> off really quickly because they only raised $3,000. <laughs> oh, they tried. But, like, not they at all, tried. dude. They didn't try at all. Oh, my God. That is... <laughs> so good. So good. So, wait. So, they were just going to knock down everything. They were just going to completely just clear all that land and just put a huge statue Basically. there. Basically. Like, that was their yeah. plan. And they were going to do, Why like, a, a, some sort of church, I assume, to go along with it and, like, a gift shop or, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. It was just some eccentric guy who was like, $4 million. $3, and they're like, three grand? And he's like, okay, I'll just leave. <laughs> I only have a penny and a piece of string. <laughs> exactly. Is that enough? No. 
<laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> so, in 2001, the current owners, Charles and Tina Matt- Mattingly, Mattingly? Yeah. Um, Got them. Bought the property. Um, and they are architectural and paranormal enthusiasts. <laughs> wow. Yes. Same. And then they uh, they formed the Waverly, Waverly Hills Historical Society, and they have started to restore the building in the years since. And, nice. Um, so basically from 1981 to 2001, no one really lived at the building, so it was occupied by a lot of homeless people mm-hmm. and people who, like, had nowhere to go. So it was, like, vandalized in some parts, but, like, other parts just, like, are just, like, gross, you know. Yeah. And it, yeah. it was falling apart. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen, like, pictures and stuff. Yeah. So they've, like, done their – they've put in work, and they're now open for – they do tours and stuff. And obviously, this place is fucking haunted as shit. Yeah. Yeah. So. Do you have a figure on uh, how many people died? Yes. So that's what I'm going to go into next is like. (laughs) We'll get to the awful part. (laughs) Yeah. So that was just the history of the building, the building itself. Um, So during the prime time of having patients in the hospital, there was like. Obviously, a lot of fucked up things that went on. Mm -hmm. There were, they weren't adequately staffed. So there was like way more patients than like number of staff. Um, It's known of two nurses that killed themselves on location. One of them hung themselves and one of them jumped off the roof. This building is five stories. And they're like. It's not a small building. It's a big building. And then obviously, yeah, and then obviously tons of, like, patients died here as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, tuberculosis was deadly. It was not contained. But one of the things that they thought would be good for it is fresh air, which is one of the reasons that they put it on this, like, hill in the middle of Kentucky, you know? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of, like, fresh air. But when they did that, they, like built the building with that in mind and the outer wall is basically there's no walls it's just like pillars and then there's like the hallway which normally is just like a hallway and then there's like private rooms on the inside Mm -hmm. where that's where they would keep the patients but during the day they would just like put their patients in the chair and then just like stick them out and like yeah it was like a breezeway right yeah, it's, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, it's like a breezeway, so they just, like, stick them out there and just leave them all day. But and they're like, like, breathe real hard. Yeah, basically, but, like, the problem was, is it was no matter what the weather was, if it was, like, 100 degrees out and they were just, like, sweating mm. and, like, or if it was the middle of the winter and there's literally pictures of, like, patients just, like, with, like, snow drifts on them. <sighs> Oh my god! Like, they just didn't care, dude. They just they just didn't left care. them out there. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. So that was, you know, not good to start with, but because they were so understaffed, there was a lot of interpatient fighting and assaults and mm. stuff like that. And obviously, the doctors were, you know, notorious for assaulting patients. Anyways. 
And I'm sure they weren't against using extreme force if, like, someone didn't want to, like, cooperate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, back back then they did not... Uh, hmm. Care? Thing, things in, in hospitals and even, like, mental hospitals were not under control. <laughs> yeah, so that was the next thing that I was going to say is that it's worth it to note that all of these people, they, like, weren't, like, you know, quote-unquote insane. They just had tuberculosis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> They, you know, knew that they were being treated badly and probably, like, spoke up against it. And, you know, what were they going to do? Like, they were just, like, left out Mm -hmm. to fucking, like, freeze. Yeah. But on top of all of that, they also did fucked up experiments. Of course. (laughs) On these people. Yeah, of course. Um, So they would take balloons, surgically insert them into the lungs, and then inflate the balloon. Oh, I've heard about this. Um, so lungs don't work like that. They're not like a giant sack that you can just like inflate. And I just, doctors just didn't friggin' know that in the 1900s. So obviously they were just like popping these people's lungs. And (sighs) they would take out ribs and they would take out parts of muscle and just to like try to like help these people breathe better. But um, obviously that didn't really work that well. Yeah. So they built a special body chute. Dude, when you have to build a body chute, that's bad. That should be your number one clue that you have a problem. I know, right? You would think. So they built this tunnel and it also doubled as like the employee entranceway. So there was, like, a staircase up on one side, and the employees would go up and down that staircase, and then it was just literally, like, a slide, like a cement slide on the other side. So imagine, like, coming in for your first day of work, and you just, like, walk you in just through the, the entrance, body you just see yeah. <laughs> goodbye. And they were doing this, like, on purpose, as secretively as they could, because they didn't want to damage the morale of the other patients if they knew that their fellow patients were dying at the rate that they were. I mean, wouldn't you be like, where's Mary from room 117? Like, I don't know. I, uh, like you said, it's not like these people are mentally ill. I'm sure they noticed that like people were just disappearing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, so that's like one of those things. Um, yes. Um, so total number of people that died realistically is about 6,000 people, which over a a period of 50 years is still a lot, but there's some people who like exaggerate that number and say it was like tens of thousands of people and it really wasn't. Um, the medical records show that there, the highest number of deaths in one year was 152 so that's about a uh, death every three days. Hmm. And that, okay. yeah, that number 6,000 um, breaks down into about 100 deaths a year. So I think that's a pretty accurate number. But that's yeah, still a, yeah, lot, yeah. a lot of people that die. That was just patients. So if there were other people that die on the property, those two nurses, for one. Probably wasn't included in that figure. Yeah, any of the caretakers, any of the people who, like, worked there and died there plus after it became the um geriatric home they 
were notorious for using electroshock therapy on their elderly patients. <sighs> and uh. 20 years of that, I'm sure a lot of people died then, plus the homeless population in the years after that. Like, I wouldn't be You don't surprised. know what happened, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the total deaths for that building were, like, up near 10,000, but, like... 6,000 confirmed ones is, like, a lot still. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <sighs> yeah, so over, like, a long period of time, it doesn't seem, like, that dramatic, but when you think about it, like... Yeah. If you're thinking that, like, each one of these deaths is a soul, which you should, that's a lot of souls. <laughs> yeah, in one spot, and oh. Yeah. yeah. And these were people yeah. of all ages, you know ethnicities, mm -hmm. like, social class, because, like, it was just a hospital to go if you had tuberculosis. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I think that's basically all the fucked up shit that was going on there. Okay. Um, oh, another thing that I think is funny is that they would just, like, put the bodies in, like, body bags and, like, send them down the chute, and at the bottom they had a special hearse waiting, <laughs> and they would just load them up into the hearse and uh, drive them away. And no one would know. <sighs> All right. Well, that's efficient. I got to give them props, props for that. Yeah, they had it figured out. <laughs> yeah, they had that part figured out. Ugh, Everything yeah. else, they had no idea. <laughs> yeah, it was. it's really weird because, like I said at the beginning, um, this was like a state-of-the-art facility. These... Mm -hmm treatments were considered like revolutionary like oh my god yeah leave them out so they can soak up uv rays and get some fresh air in their lungs surely this is good and like mm -hmm. <sighs> yeah they forgot about like hydrating and stuff <laughs> yeah seriously oh they forgot about like basic human needs yeah exactly jeez Oof. man yeah yeah so that's it for okay. that so now we can talk about the ghosts that occupy this building. Yeah. I'm going to start with the oldest one. Okay. This thing is called the Creeper. <laughs> and I have heard of the Creeper. <laughs> it has been around since it was an active hospital. There have been sightings since like the 40s of this thing. Wow. Oh, that almost makes it worse. Yeah. So it's been around <laughs> since literally the like the beginning of the hospital. Wow. Okay. I mean, at, I mean, since the forties, it there was already you know it had been open for thirty years at that point. How many people had already died? Yeah, yeah. And how much negative energy had already like done that? But the creeper is a humanoid figure that walks on all four feet. <sighs> and just kind of like stays low to the ground <sighs> and like bumbles around and like sticks in the shadows and like follows you and you can like hear it walking and like you'll see it like out of the corner of your eye and you'll like turn and you'll like catch like it like going around a corner or something <laughs> and it's like it isn't it like a like a black like a shadow essentially yeah it's like a yeah. shadow yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I've heard stories of it, like, crawling on the ceiling and shit. Like, I'm not, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not, like, I'm not about it. <laughs> yeah, so that thing is fucking weird, and it's probably the creepiest thing in yeah. there. But yep. um, besides that, there's all the normal ghost stuff, um, especially during um, periods of, like, renovation. Mm. 
when they're trying to like make it more livable they'll get um a lot more activity like slamming doors things like falling down all the time they have a lot of grabby hands they're like Hands will, like, grab their shoulder or their arm or, like, pull their hair. They get tons of shit thrown at them. Like, constantly. (laughs) They'll see, like, apparitions and things like that. Um, There was one one article, or I think it was an article, or, like, a story, that a guy, like, went there for a tour, and he literally saw, like, a full-bodied, solid apparition of, like, a doctor like walking into like a like a room and he was like holy shit and his friend was like holy shit so they like went to go after it and you know they go into the room and there's nothing in there yeah of course and i'm just like oh god so they have like full body apparitions (sighs) there's a little girl that hangs out on the third floor um i don't know what her deal is she like giggles and like looks at you from around corners. There's a little boy that plays with a ball. He has a ball and he just bounces it up and down the corridors. Oh, um, that explains it. I was watching an investigation at uh, Waverly Hills recently and they were like kicking, they kept like kicking this ball down the hallway. And I was like, why are you doing that? Yeah, I was going to say, they, okay. like, when you go to do an investigation there, they're like, they're like, yeah, like, you can play with him, like, oh, roll the ball and he'll roll it back. I gotta say, no um, thanks, man. Ghost children, I'm not. I'm not about the giggling. They're all demons, I'm telling you. They're all demons. Not saying real life children aren't. Correct. Mm. So, the lights will flicker. And the lights will flicker on and off. There's not... <laughs> Sorry. There's It's okay. There's, like, not electricity in the whole building. So, like, you will, like, be in a hallway and you'll see a room, like, illuminated. Mm -hmm. And there will be no electricity in that part of the building. So you go to that room and then it's dark in there. Even though you saw the light. Oh, weird. And people will see, like, the lights from the outside of the building, too. Oh, that's Um, weird. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. There's, like, lots of coughing, obviously, because it was a per- tuberculosis ward. So that's, like, something that's, like, heard very, like, clearly and often. Oh, man. I would hate that. Oh. Disembodied coughing? Yeah, but, like, the tuberculosis, like, this, like, like phlegm coughing, in your throat. Yeah. Like, just, ugh, Oh, man. Yeah, no thanks. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah, so that sounds awful. Yeah, it sounds terrible. And then there have also been reports of a woman crying... And screaming for help. Um, and if you, like, happen to see her, she, like, holds out her wrists to you. And they, they've been slashed. And she's like, can you help me? Oh, my God. That would traumatize me. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah. Oof. yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> so lots of bad things. Obviously, I, I assume some patients committed suicide. While they were there as well, it like one can assume. One can assume. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that nurse that we talked about that hung herself, she hung herself in room five hundred two, which is considered the most haunted room in the entire building. Oh. Because this nurse killed herself in this room. She was twenty nine years old. She was pregnant. Oh. And no. It's assumed that she killed herself because she was pregnant because 
she wasn't married and the father was like one of the doctors there or something. Yeah. 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 That's like really sad. You always like hear stories about. Yeah. Like, it is really sad, especially ugh. because this the year was 1928. Yeah. What was she going to do in 1928? Mm-hmm. Like nothing. Yeah. There was no support for like yeah. if you were in a situation like that at that point. You always hear like stories of women who become pregnant for whatever reason and it's not a good one (laughs) and they don't really have anywhere to go i mean like this is way off topic but when we lived together at johnson wales that house used to be a home for unwed mothers oh my god yes oh my god i was thinking about this the other day yeah so they would literally send their daughters if they got pregnant to this fucking house in rhode island Mm -hmm. And just like, bye. There you go. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I was thinking the other day about how uh, when we decided to look that up. Were you there when we all like we were all sitting? I remember we were all sitting in like the dining room and I had my computer out. We were all doing homework for whatever reason. And it was when we had just moved in. And somebody was like, I wonder like if anything crazy or I wonder if anything, you know, if anybody's died here. Like we don't know the history of this place. And uh, I was the secretary, so obviously I'm like, I'm on it. Dun, dun, Let me dun, look dun, it dun, up. Dun. Yeah. Um, and I remember finding the like the document, like an old like PDF essentially of the document saying how many like deaths had happened there. Oh man. Do you remember the basement? No. I mean, I remember the basement, but yeah, yeah. You know that one section of the basement. Well, now now I'm thinking if I ever showed this to you, but I found a map. Of that I house. don't think you ever did show this to me. Shit. Okay. I'm going to have to see if I can find it again now. I found a map of the house that showed which individual room was used for. That section of the basement that they ended up not finishing, that like weird storage area. Yeah. That was the morgue. Oh, dude, no. I didn't know that. Specifically the morgue for babies that didn't make it. Oh, I didn't know that. <sighs> That makes so. so much sense of why there's, like, that weird back door over there. Yep. Oh, man. I hate it. I used to hate going down there. I used to hate having, like, because th- we use that for, like, random storage and shit. And I remember when we had events, I'd have to go down there to, like, grab stuff out of storage. And there was there was that one room that had, like, an old bookshelf in it. And there was, like, an old chair that was, like, always just, like, sitting in that room. And I would yeah. just walk by it and I'd go, Nope. <laughs> Yeah, dude, the year after, we turned one of the side rooms into, like, the leadership room and a study area. Yeah. And it it was weird down there. Like, we painted everything, and it was still bad vibes. Yeah. Well, there's no windows down there. so fucking yeah. haunted. Yeah. 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 I had some weird shit happen to me in that house. Yeah, uh, yeah same. Yeah. Oof. Good times, though. <laughs> Good times. Good times. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so that's fun. I'll have to pull up that map for you eventually. Yes, please. I would love to see that. Okay, okay, I'll have to find it. Um, so they treated pregnant women awful, is the moral of that story. Um, and then the, so that was in 1928, and then the second nurse who killed herself was in 1932, and so she worked in the room 502. That was her office. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so the second nurse... Worked in room 502, where that other woman had killed herself four years earlier. And the fifth floor was, like, half inside. And then they also had, like, a roof deck, um, like a roof patio type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, half of it was the fifth floor and half of it was the roof. 
Um, so it's unknown if her death was intentional um, or she got pushed or, you know, no one's, like, really sure what happened. But, like, she fell off the side of the building to her death. Of course nobody knows what happened. Yeah, they're like, I mean, like, we knew her. She worked here. But, like, we don't know if, like, yeah. she didn't seem depressed. But also working around all those patients every day, there could be, like, bad vibes because that lady died in her office where she spent time every mm-hmm, single mm-hmm. day. There's, like, a lot of, you know, things. So, yeah, if you uh, want to go there, they are offering tours. They're... Um, Website is therealwaverlyhills.com, and I actually saw that they just started giving tours again because of COVID-19 um, yesterday. Nice. Okay, cool. So as of, cool. The tw- as of June 12th. So, so the, uh, <laughs> the live stream I was watching the other night, oh, yeah. now, now I'm, I'm realizing how, uh, imp- how seriously important Greg and Dana Newkirk, Newkirk are because um, they were able to get into Waverly like a week ago. And that was the investigation that I was watching. Yeah, I assume um, that they're friends with um, Charles and Tina. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I'm sure they are. Yeah. I'm sure they are. Um, Greg and Dana Newkirk are um, a the producers of Hellier, one of our favorite series about the paranormal, and they are really great paranormal investigators. Um, and Dana is a witch that we both look up to, but they. They did that investigation like a week ago, and during the investigation, there were a bunch of kids who were trying to break in. What? And so, like, they're, like, doing the investigation, and all of a sudden, they're getting, like, BBs shot at them. Because I guess these kids were, like, shooting BBs at them. Dude, kids suck. What? Kids suck. And so Greg is, like, yelling at the security guards, being like, they're down there! They're down there! Like... (laughs) It was good. It was good. It was good. Wow. It was a fun time. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. Also, if you want to know more, learn more about this subject, um, Astonishing Legends has like a several part series on Waverly Hills. So Mm -hmm. that gives like a lot more in-depth information if you're interested in further learning. Yes, because Astonishing Legends takes like six hours. Actually, I think... One of their longer series was like 10 to 13 hours. Like they do like hours and hours and hours of material and they cover everything. Like they have a whole research team and like this is just Sam and I. So like we don't. This is why these episodes are an hour. Yeah. 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 And not a three part series. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But so that was Waverly Hill Sanatorium. Yeah. I love that place slash am extremely spooked by it. But I would go. Yes. I think I would really like to go there. All right. I think that would be. Oh, uh, I will say the um, the other thing. The other thing that I forgot to mention was, if you go on, go and Google Waverly Hills Sanatorium and you start looking at the pictures, there are an obscene amount of figures caught on camera in that in that place. Really? And like. Yeah. Oh man. There's like definitely like a picture of the creeper that oh, I saw, no. and I was like. I hate that. And it's like, there's a, there's like clear figures, like you can see them and you're like, that is not just like a blur. That is a fucking person standing Oh my there. God. So I just, I just Googled this and the, uh, cause obviously I'm going to look now so you can get my, my real time reaction. I just Googled it and it says 
the 320 best Waverly Hills sanatorium images. Yeah. So there's 320 of just the best ones. Oh, man. Yeah, the the whole building uh. is just so creepy anyways. There's, like, sections where they don't even let you go in because the floor's, like, collapsed and shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this place is huge. I'm sure, like, oh. yeah. ooh. Ooh, there's, like, one that's, like, looking down a hallway. Yeah. Oh, this is an orb picture. I'm sorry. I can't take, or- I can't take orbs seriously. I'd, I'd like to, but I just can't. We already know how orbs work. <sighs> there's too many, there's too many outlying factors. <sighs> could be a bug, could be light, could be, could be anything. Could be a anything. speck of dust. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. I tried a different search. Yeah. If you put ghost at the end, it usually Yeah, works. that's what did it. Yeah. Ooh! Oh, I don't like that. There's one where there's like a woman it, who's standing. Like, oh, t- off to the right side of the picture. Off to the right side, yep. like in a doorway, and yep. she's just like looking. Yep. Oh, I don't like that. And that's like very clearly a, like yep. a woman's shape. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. like people go in here and they get like, these are strong spirits, like. Oof. Well, yeah. I mean, oof. I mean, if you're if you're one of the, one of the people who has the belief that you know collective thought causes uh, manifestations, this would be a good place for that to happen. Yes, it's really really creepy looking. Yeah, yeah. They definitely they call it like one of the most haunted buildings in the world. I'm inclined to believe. Oh yeah. Them. Even the outside, it's just like you look at the picture on the outside and it's just like huge and foreboding and like Yeah, there was one picture that I saw of like the outside and of course like one of the windows is like illuminated in the corner and you can see like the figure like a head and shoulders in one of them and I was just like, Ugh, I don't like that." Oh god. Yeah, there's a lot of pictures. There's a lot of photos. Yeah, so a lot of these are just light. What is Oh, this one's photoshopped. Oh, come on. They didn't even try. <sighs> they didn't even try with that one. Wow, there's like a picture of like a guy. It looks like a guy is like wearing a hat. <sighs> oh, jeez. I hate I hate the like fake creepy ones. Yeah, you're like, oh, you tried too hard for this. <sighs> yeah, I tried way too hard. <sighs> Blech. Yeah, I was definitely thinking about, like, there's, like, a shadow figure with, like, glowing eyes that I saw in one of those pictures, and I definitely have, like, have been thinking about it, and I'm just like, hmm, don't love that. Yeah, it's one of those things that keeps, like, coming back into your head. Yep. (sighs) Yeah, so... Well... (laughs) Thanks, man. Thanks yeah. for hitting us with our with our first uh, full on ghost story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this isn't actually the story I wanted to do this week, but I think it turned out okay, and I'm really excited for two weeks episodes, which will be continued continuing to talk about ghosts. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. 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 Yay. Yeah. And you're and you're you're putting that one off because you have somebody who like went there and experienced shit, right? Yes. We are actually going to be having our first guest Yay! on the show. We and I'm very excited and I'm very excited to talk to her. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be really good. It's gonna be so good. So stay tuned. It's gonna be good. Stay tuned. <laughs> we are stoked to tell you about our first sponsor, Anchor. If you're like us and you want to start a podcast but have no idea where to start, listen up. So when we first decided to start a podcast, we were looking for a way to put your brain on weird out to the most people um, without having to do the most work. We are so happy that we found Anchor because they distribute our show to apps like Spotify and Apple Podcasts for us. 
This means that our listeners can find us wherever they already listen without having to download anything new. Once you're ready to get going, just create an account and start recording. They have the tools you need to record and edit your podcast. You can even edit on the go from your phone. Anchor has everything you could possibly want, including free transition sounds and photos that you can use to build your show. Not only that, but you can start making money as soon as you release your first episode. The best part is that all of this is free. So if you want to make a podcast, go to anchor.fm and get started today. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. By supporting them, you're supporting podcasts like us, too. And I'm just like, dude, white people just need to fucking realize when they fuck up that they just need to stop. (laughs) Whoa. They just need to stop for a second and be like, what am I going to say that's going to make this worse? And not fucking say that. I'm going to keep just that last sentence in and cut everything prior to it because yes. Dude. That sounds great. Okay. That's why That's why I literally tweeted this morning. Hey, like it's not that hard to keep your awful comments to yourself. Like I'll admit I'm a terrible person. I think awful things. But like I don't say them out loud. <laughs> exactly. Because I understand like other people have like feelings and shit. Yeah. And I understand that like a lot of what I think is is wrong. Unlearning bad habits takes time. Yep. And just thinking bad thoughts is one of those things. Like, <sighs> well. Fun times. <laughs> and that is your daily lesson related to Black Lives Matter. Thank you. Don't forget, Black Lives Matter. Yes. Info in our Instagram bio for donations. Yes. They always need help. Yeah. Also, like, places you can shop and shit. I've been using the fuck out of those lists. Yeah. Because oh, I've, been, I've been going in on the retail therapy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Loses job, immediately spends $200. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. That makes sense. It's all right. Sense. I'm getting unemployment. It's fine. You're going to be making more money. Oh, it's fine. The system is so screwed up. Okay. Anyway. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to be making way more money than I made when I was working. <laughs> Dude, I'm so pissed about that because, you know, (coughs) yeah, dude, you know how they got that number? They like took the median wage for like middle lower class. I don't know who was considered lower class anymore. And they discovered it was like $50,000 a year. So they're like, what what is the average we need to give people on top of their unemployment to bring them up to like the weekly average of what we think people make? Yeah. And that now everyone, it's like fucking ridiculous. It's like 68% of people are making more money on unemployment right now than they were at their jobs. And I was just like. Yep. Cause I'll tell you, I did not make anywhere close to 50K. The system is broken. Yeah. The system that was is what incredibly I was, broken. This is what I'm making, like, what I was making every like two weeks at the bakery, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm making so broken. I think I'm making like an additional maybe third, an additional like 30 percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. To not do shit, to sit at <sighs> home and not do shit besides work on the podcast, which I'm besides not going to complain about. <laughs> and work on my garden. Yeah. And I've been filled. Sent, filling out a ton of petitions. Yes, like dude. every day. I'm just like, all right, here we go. I've uh, go. I've been trying to do three a day, which is like not that much, but like that's enough, you know. Someday, I mean, obviously, some days I do more. I sign them as I see them. I just like yeah. if I like go most of the day without seeing anything, I'll like 
go and like look for something. Search them out, yeah, and I'll do like at least three. Yeah. So. <sighs> Good shit, man. Yep. Sign your petitions because a lot of the ones that I've um, a lot of the ones that I've like clicked on to go sign are like really close to hitting their goal. And, um, so that's good. And there are a lot that aren't very close to hitting their goal. So get on that shit. Get on it. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> that's my lecture for today. Thank Actually, you. no, it's not. I have one more. <laughs> oh. Thank you anyways. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome in advance. Hit me. <sighs> All right. Time for me to hit you with some knowledge. Some medical education. Hit me some education. Some I want to get like a theme song to put like right. <laughs> Chris Elmquist. Hello, the guy who made our theme. If you are listening, give us something <laughs> stoner. True. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> that's actually kind of related to what I'm about to talk about. Um, Sick. I wanted to. I kind of pulled this up at the last minute because uh, I completely forgot. My schedule is like all thrown off now. Um, but I like woke up this morning and was like, what the fuck do I want to do? Um, and I decided I want to talk about the claim that marijuana is addictive. Oh, shit. OK. Because shockingly, there are still some people who think it is. We, we know that marijuana isn't addictive, but, you know, a lot of people still think it's like a gateway drug. And alcohol, tobacco, heroin, like cocaine, a lot of those really like heavily addictive drugs are um, categorized in the same way that marijuana is, which just doesn't make any sense. So we, we know that we use like words like stoner and like pothead and shit like that to like describe people who lead a weed dependent lifestyle. Um, normally it's a dude, first of all. <laughs> Normally he like sits around and like smokes and eats all day and like sits on the couch, has like no hygiene. Like you can just you can just say Seth Rogen. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> Picture Seth Rogen. It's just Seth Rogen. Watching too much TV and playing too much video games. <laughs> Probably unemployed. Um, or they have like a crappy job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's still a stereotype that like, you know, we used today. Um, a lot of people do know somebody like this, but research shows that that's a choice rather than the person being trapped by an addiction. So a study on cannabis dependence declared that 4% of Americans between the age of 15 and 54 are dependent on cannabis. That's compared to 24% who are dependent on tobacco and 14% who are dependent on alcohol. Wow. Among users, they found that 9% of cannabis users who try it get hooked. They, like, get, you know, become dependent on it, as compared to 32% for tobacco and 15 for alcohol. Weird. And that 9% figure is actually probably a little bit high. The study that I got this information from, um, first of all, was conducted in the, in the 1990s. Um, so this was a long time ago. <laughs> So we've known about this for a long time. This is nothing new. Um, and a subject in that study was deemed, quote unquote, dependent um, if they answered yes to at least three of seven questions. That's all you got. You only got seven questions. Um, the survey included questions that would take a very different meaning with legal drugs rather than illegal, such as if a great deal of time was spent on activities that were necessary to get the substance um, how often they took the substance and how they 
had to deal with um, recovering from the substance's effects. So at this point, no state had recognized the medical use of cannabis. Um, It was very difficult to acquire. So it's possible that the survey mistook habitual use for dependence in some cases. Okay. It's not hard to imagine that you would experience social, occupational, um, recreational like losses um, because of use. You could lose your job and face way higher legal repercussions at this point in time. Yeah. Um, so a lot of these questions that they were asking these people at that time, the way that you would answer that question was kind of like it, it wasn't it was like a weird gray area. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they weren't truly non-biased when they were asking the questions. Exactly, and yeah. you're not taking in, like into consideration all these other factors of like how hard it is to get, and you know they automatically filtered in the way that they studied marijuana with the way that they studied other hard drugs. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, um, cannabis does show propensity for dependence, but only one in ten people develop this sort of issue, which is much better than the ratio of those dependent on legal drugs. Legal. Yes. Uh, As cannabis, marijuana is still federally illegal. Yeah. How many people are addicted to uh, painkillers? Oh, my God. I... A lot. Yeah, I don't want to know. Like, pharmaceuticals is a whole nother... I mean, you get into, like, heroin and meth and a lot of those other drugs that a lot of times stem from somebody getting in an accident or having to be in the hospital and put on these painkillers and then they get out and they have a dependency on that painkiller. Yeah, dude. And so they're looking for ways to try and... Yeah. Um, And, you know, I think that at this point, like, you can go and get a medical marijuana card, which obviously, you know... I forget where I was going with that, but, like, it, it's... <laughs> It's like you you can make you can pretty much make that decision yourself that that's something that you need. Yeah. As far as like marijuana goes, it's not like you go to a doctor like I'm sure sometimes you do. I've never had it happen to me. But you go to a doctor and they say, "Hey, maybe you should smoke marijuana." Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. which has never happened. I've always been told take 450 milligrams of ibuprofen a day. Oh, which don't do that. That's a lot. I would just die. Yeah. Yeah, your stomach would not be happy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, uh, the last thing I wanted to say is that the National Institute on Drug Abuse does recognize that marijuana use disorder is a thing, but it is a form of dependence. It's not an addiction. So that disorder just comes from like basically a person suffering withdrawals, um, being irritable, having trouble sleeping or having trouble not eating, which if you're like that normally... (laughs) I'm sorry, like, sometimes I'm irritable. Sometimes I can't sleep. I have insomnia. Sometimes I can't eat. Sometimes that's just how it be. Um, so marijuana use disorder is when that happens for about for more than two weeks. Oh, okay. So, Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. I know that was a lot, but uh, just... Yeah. Well, thank you for medicating me. You're welcome. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <sighs> I kind of understand why they call marijuana a gateway drug, though, because it is classified the same as cocaine mm-hmm. and stuff. And that's dangerous because, like, the fucking kids will smoke weed and be like, oh, this isn't bad. 
So if they're lying to us about weed, are they lying to us about everything else, too? Because they're Mm -hmm. all, like, categorized the same way. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing. And I think that's more dangerous than anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Because that's not the same. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point, because, like, if somebody who doesn't really, like, know anything about marijuana knows that it's categorized with all of these other drugs. Yeah, like what they teach you in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, you smoke marijuana and you're like, okay, well, you know, I can try all these other things that apparently are the same. Yeah. Uh, Which, let me tell you, it's not the same. It's not. (laughs) It's not the same. Yeah. So, yeah, that is is a myth. That is a big, fat myth. Myth. Sorry. Miss me with that. Wow. Nice. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Dab. Dab is a free action. Uh, don't forget to dab. Destroy all bacteria. Wow. <laughs> I sanitized my hands like 20 minutes ago. Perfect. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so uh, that's it. Yeah. Let's see. What's today? Today's the 13th. The 13th. Today's the 13th. All right. So we have... We have a little ooh, weird coming out. We do. Mm-hmm. Um, in about in about 10 days... We got our little little weird coming out. Um, so, Yay. yeah. I don't know what we want to do for this one. I don't know either. I still have my story I was going to tell you the last time. Okay. Um, Maybe I can just tell you a short story, too. Okay. Okay. All right. That Sick. works. That works. And we Sick. can up- update each other on any other shit. Shit. She- oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. The continuing cool. The saga continuing saga. <laughs> house ghost yes oh there's um there are a lot of like theories going around on uh on paranormal twitter that the veil is thinning you don't even gotta tell me yeah you're like i'm aware i have (laughs) yeah no i've been feeling that shit yep (laughs) i'm like you don't got it yeah 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 so we got so we got that we got that coming up and then I got to decide what I want to do for the next episode because I haven't decided yet. And then Sam, after that, we'll, we'll, we'll get our first guest on here. Yay. Yay. I'm very excited. It's going to be so much fun. I'm so excited. And I think that's it. Um, thank you for anybody new who subscribed to our Patreon. Um, we like really appreciate your help. Um, right now, I think that we have like a couple of goals for what we want to do with the money that you guys have donated at some point we definitely want to like my upgrade our audio and i think i want to get an evp recorder yeah that's gonna be sick (laughs) yeah yeah the evp recorder is something big because i think that there's a few places that sam and i have wanted to go and uh it would be cool to bring an evp recorder there (laughs) yes yeah i would love that oh yeah yeah. oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah. So thank you to you guys, uh, for that. Um, and reminder to rate us on Apple podcasts. If, and when you get a chance, we would highly appreciate that and tell your friends about the show. And would you like to list all of our social media bullshit? Oh yeah. I would love to. All right. So you can email us at yourbrainonweird at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook under Your Brain on Weird. Perfect. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at weird underscore pod. Yeah. And then our Instagram is YBOW 
podcast. Yes, that's what it is. Yes, YBOW podcast on Instagram. (laughs) Yeah, um, I would highly recommend checking out our Instagram. We don't have a lot of people on there yet, but that's where a lot of our resources are that we've been talking about. And it would be rad if people could share us on social media and like us and Mm -hmm. yeah and send us emails and oh yeah i want to hear personal stories please tell me if you've seen some shadow people around if people come knocking at your door (sighs) there let me know yeah i would like to feel some comfort during this time yeah uh, yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) oh shit there was something i was gonna say and i forgot um Something along the lines of, oh, if uh, if it gets to being too long of a time and nobody sends us emails, I'm going to start reaching out to you guys. So We're going to start emailing you. I have a few friends who've told me they've seen weird shit and I haven't gotten anything. So I'm just like, hello, excuse me. <laughs> if you don't speak up first, I'm going like to get It's like when no one raises their hand during class and the teacher just starts calling on people. Yeah. That's going to be us. <laughs> so watch out. You tell me a story. Oh, go, go. <laughs> uh, 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 what? What? What was the question? Sorry. No, yeah. No. Uh, I was texting my mom. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And uh, I anyway, I think I think that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, this has been your brain on weird. Yeah. Bye. Bye bye.